<laughs> Warning, this show contains childish adult content and is intended for immature and mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. If you smoke in your house, not those of any other brother. If you're easily offended, we strongly suggest finding another podcast. Everybody neat and pretty, get on with the show. Hello. <clears throat> we're calm, we're relaxed, we're mellow. It's a lovely Sunday evening in the mouse's head. Hello, everyone. I'm Paul. <laughs> no, you're not. Aren't I mean, I mean, I mean okay. you've said you're Paul, and you sound like Paul, but you don't sound like Paul. Um, I'm Nick. And I'm Craig. I'm also all chilled out and relaxed, like a bacon butty on a Sunday morning in bed. And the other Paul is... Well, hang on, the only person that's chilled out, right, is me, because I'm outside in the pub garden. That is true. <laughs> no, no smoking allowed indoors anymore, so... Because yes. what I, from what I understand, is your your wife, no is, wife. In, is in bed with your mother-in-law. <laughs> no, your child. Oh, was that rather got it's it not, wrong there? It's not. It's not a burn burning situation. Oh right, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna say, um, get the paddle and pool out and a bucket of mud, and you're good to go. And the voice that's missing is Mr. D, who's uh, he is. stuck in Scotland without any internet access. He's whatsoever. in a cave in yeah. Scotland. Wishing he was still English. He's, he's doing SAS survival training. Yes. Him, him and Bear Grylls, who we're going to have some like guests anyway. sometime in the future. To drinking each other's way as we speak. Do you know, there's, uh, there's actually video of Bear Grylls wishing uh, uh, myself and my wife um, a, a congratulations on our upcoming wedding. Because my friend made him say it on camera. <laughs> Whoa. True story. Um, anyway. Hard man. Hard man. Um, we are... This is Diz After Dark. Craig, what's the episode number? Uh, series four, episode five, I think. Five. Good number. And it's, and it's one of those evenings. Is anyone actually drinking this evening? Yeah. <sighs> I went out especially and got alcohol. What's... This is great. <sighs> Well, I've gone for this is um this is a, a, a beer I've never had before. Episode four, sorry. Episode four. Oh, yeah. And uh, that's a good one. It's a new hope. And yeah. um, <laughs> this is a beer that's made in San Francisco and been made here since 1896. Oh. And it's called Anchor Steam Beer. And the Disney connection is fill in the blank. Bonnie Face was there last week. Uh, yeah, that, that's true, yeah. And there's a fam- the Disney Family Museum somewhere that way as well. But I didn't mm. get there. He's in San Fran. That's well, quite nice, actually. They wouldn't even allow me on the rock because I didn't book the uh, ticket. It doesn't matter if you didn't get on the rock. <laughs> it's, a, it's a 4.8%. It's, it's very nice, actually. Very this nice could get muddy. Yeah. I seem to remember it being quite good. Um, well, I'm, I'm on uh, Newcastle Brown Ale. Oh, the Nuki Brown, and I can the think teenagers of, drink of choice. Yeah, I can think of absolutely no connection other than it was the one I fancied. So, Alan yeah. Hooper comes from Newcastle. 
Yeah, that could be it. Yeah, I know, I know several Why Newcastles, I... but I can't say it's you know one of many things I've ever fancied from Newcastle. So. Oh, Linda Lusardi wasn't she from Newcastle? I don't know. Was she or was she from Bognor? I don't know. She can be. She'd be wherever she wants to be. Yeah, yeah. If, <laughs> if, if, if you go, if you want to go back to the eighties, and if you do yeah. want to go back to the eighties, of course, <laughs> um, you can let us know. Smooth, isn't he? At www.disasterstart.com or by email at Smooth um, but incredibly random. Yeah, yeah, tenuous, tenuous. <laughs> yeah, uh, our Twitter at disasterdark.com. Um, yeah, facebook.com forward slash disasterdark. Um, that's, yeah, that's about it now. Isn't it? I don't know, do we, yeah. still, do we still Instagram and Pinterest and no, stuff? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And actually, that's a good point. Um, first bit of news for this evening, don't worry about that jingle, is there's going to be a new Periscope soon because um, we, we recently Periscoped, or I recently Periscoped, about Lilo and Stitch and the difference between a US and UK version of the same film where it's been edited. And I have found yet another Disney film where there is a difference between the UK version and the American version. Is this just, do you, uh, before you even go into the actual details of which it is, do you actually find this out because you know the film so well and no. you just watch them? Or do you no. actually watch them side by side? No. That, again, so, so Lena and Stitch. You're a tally for each other. Yeah, I've got, that's what 3D is. Um, <laughs> I've got, Lena and Stitch was discovered by my wife. And this one was actually described, uh, was actually found by my mother-in-law. And um, she was the one, she said, and she said to me, she said, she, she said, did Get you, your hands off me. <laughs> she said, have you, did you notice there's a difference between, I'm sure there's a difference in these films. And I said, well, I don't know. What, what have you seen? She said, well, I'm sure. And the film, Mosaic, is Monsters University. Oh. Which, by the way, I went to cinema and saw, I was very disappointed with it. And of course, I've had to watch it a lot recently because of my children. Uh, my children, sisters, <laughs> my children, and um, and um, it's actually Monster University. I've I've now decided it's actually a very good film. I've really got to kind of appreciate it. But um, it's a scene with some cupcakes. And it's actually oh. two separate scenes in the film. And um, in the American version, I believe um, he writes. It's the character of Randall writes letters on the cupcakes to spell a word and uh, when uh, during a chase scene he drops the cakes and some of them land on his face it spells out the word lame in the english version all the cupcakes have smiley faces on and when the same thing happens later on in the film with the cupcakes he just has four cupcakes with smiley faces on weird and i don't and i don't the thing is i don't understand why i'm going to try and investigate it as well as to why they've made this change, because that does not make sense. I, I understand the Lego and Stitch one, but this one just seems a little bit overkill. What's wrong with the word lame? Maybe I the Society of Lame uh, lobbied Disney to get a taken out the film. Well, it does sound rather lame to do that, so it could yeah. well be then. Wow, but yeah, wow, so there you go. Wow, so I will, wow. I will at some point soon periscope it, and I'll try and give people advance warning. So they just do it on the fly. Can you periscope it in just your pants? Yeah, because you're going to be seeing the TV screen, so it doesn't matter what I'm wearing. Uh, Unless, of course, your TVs are quite reflective. And then we'll see all the Nick Branch. That is true. And we still won't see your... your My bum holes break, actually. 
I will settle so for just the outline of your bum. No, no, it's going to be not a balloon. <laughs> spoil, spoil, spoil. It's going to be anyway, the balloon. So that's what I had to say about stuff. And um, yeah, as we've mentioned before, um, we're now we've we've had a parting of the ways with um, our former uh, friends at at the mice pod yeah. mice chat network and they're good guys nothing wrong no no love lost or anything like that we just uh, you know saw different things and decided yeah. to uh, to make a shift so um, I'm sure that we'll still you know unless they blackball us we'll still have people on from the, from that network who knows but um, yeah you know, we, we had a good run with them and um, onwards and upwards we just we just really like people who reply to emails to be honest <laughs> Yeah, but I mean, to be honest, we don't even get emails sent to us normally, so... <laughs> well, yeah. Maybe we're just bitter about emails, full stop. Uh, the, the email inbox was absolutely... was literally bursting up the seams this week. Is that true? With, with literally one email from Adam Goodger asking to see your bum. Oh. <laughs> well, that's the first time he's ever asked via email. <laughs> he's normally on Gaydar asking me. <laughs> Was it was it Grindr? That's the one. Hello, good Grindr. evening, and welcome to Disney Break. I'm Adam Goodgar. <laughs> that's it. That's it. We we had a guest on, and now we take the Mickey out of him. <laughs> Bloody um, good guest as well. I enjoyed yeah. that show. Yeah. yeah, it was a perfect um, impression, though. The, I mean, the only good thing is that it, I know. It, it was more, I know it was, it was more that, Joseph from the early dedicated to Disneyland Paris. Oh, yeah, it was, actually. That's a good point. Oh, where's he now? Well, Sweden, I think. Last I saw of him. Heard of him. Didn't see him. He, he might be in a cave in Scotland. <laughs> Dolan's <laughs> just found him. <laughs> Dolan's found an, uh, an icicle of him. Um, are we going to get the Disney stuff I don't know. Nah, let's just carry on talking nonsense. Um... Because that's what people love, yeah. listening to nonsense. If they want to listen to news, they listen to Disney Brit. Yeah. And the good news is, is that there's about a 99% chance Adam would never hear this show anyway. Because he's probably got more important things to do than listen to this cat. But um, for those that have, thank you for joining us. We do appreciate your support. We appreciate you um, commenting on our Facebook pages and our Twitter pages. And we'll get to Alphabet Soup a bit later on where um, it's Jay, isn't it? It is, it is Jay. We've actually had, we've actually had, I mean, all right, it took Craig a show to insult them uh, and also a post to insult them on the same social media, but <laughs> we have actually had responses, so um, that's good. Thank you. We that. have the literally um, the laziest audience in the history. They're like, I, I can't be bothered to move me thumb. Yeah. Do you want to can't abide? I've asked you a question, and some people go on and like it. So don't answer it. They just like it. Yeah, I don't get that. Yeah, I like I really the fact you've that. asked a question. But let's be honest, I like if, that. if we actually worked hard at this show, <laughs> I, I could appreciate it. But... Dedication is what you need to be a record breaker, yeah. Mr Boniface, not a podcast host. <laughs> I think we've all proved that. Um, anyway, I, mean, I think we kind of touched on it last week a little bit when we were talking to Mr Madaby yeah. of the Unofficial Universal Orlando podcast. Who, to be fair, also said that he doesn't get as much response as he'd like to, and he gets uh, a healthy audience. Maybe it's just people lazy in general. Um, uh, great, great show, and, by the way. Great show, by the way. Probably. Yes, yes. Yeah, for, <laughs> no, he really wasn't. Um, that's not Lee's <laughs> but, um But one of the things that came up, and also uh, um, 
listen to other podcasts talk about it as well. We listen to Walt Disney World today. And with the world's fastest speaking co-host, I actually thought it was Buster Rhymes. <laughs> that's how fast he was talking. Um, and that's about annual passes. Now, of course, this doesn't really affect us over here because in the UK, unless you've got a villa over there and fly out about three or four times a year, you're probably not going to ever look at buying an annual pass to go to Disney World or Disneyland. Um, but there's been much uproar in uh, in the Disney circles about the annual passes. And we do have probably just as many American listeners, if not possibly more, than we do have over in Europe. Mm-hmm. So I suppose for, for those people listening, this is kind of like a hot-button topic. So do we, do we know the ins and outs on this? Do we have views on this? No, but I've just had a taxi. Hmm. Blimey. I'll be having a club next. I, I, I know. It's it's almost like it's a real pub and we've got real people coming in. Oh, sorry. I thought you meant the chocolate bar. No. Nah. <laughs> don't like the zip noise. You're the chocolate bar out. I would just like to apologize for uh, being an ass. And, uh... <laughs> now, you know what? How many years have we been doing this show now? Four years, I think. Yeah. Three years, something stupid like that. I don't think I've ever had a better introduction to the text than that. <laughs> every, uh, every well, there's, there's always a reason sucks. for me to apologise. So. <laughs> we, we, well, so, well we've been doing it for the last 13 minutes, so don't worry yeah. about it. Yeah. <laughs> no, you know, the, the hilarious part not, not, was... Not apologising for you. No. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> no, you should. Um, no, I, I looked in uh, on the computer and I was like, let me plug in the time into one of those calculators and it said 5 p.m. so I was like all right well I'm I'm paranoid so I'm going to I'm going to make sure to be on for 4 I'll be on for 4 o'clock and that way there's no screw ups and then I'm sitting at the uh, grocery store and I get a text and I look like a, a jackass so what were well, you getting in the grocery store though yes um uh, uh strawberry banana uh some sort of like smoothie juice or something and like a roasted chicken. Oh, <laughs> did you get any audios? Uh, no. Uh, I'm I'm pretty heavy right now, so I, I kind of passed on the sweets. I'm, I'm just, saving just... up for my next trip to Disney. Fair, no, fair, fair enough. I mean, the reason why Craig probably asked that, um, by the way, Adam, is because um, in he the is. UK, true story, we have now only just now as well four different varieties of Oreos. We've just gained two extra varieties of Oreos. Peanut butter, man. Oh. We suck uh, in this know, country for Oreos. Yeah, peanut butter and golden have just been added. On uh, on one of my podcasts, we have a regular contributor, a friend of ours, who lives in Congleton out there. I think it's close to Manchester. I could yeah, be wrong. Ch- Cheshire. Cheshire. Congleton, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like the cat. Uh, yeah. All right, I'll go with that because I don't know. <laughs> no, Ma- Manchester's near Cheshire, yes. It's Manchester, oh, okay. England. Manchester, yes. I hate Manchester. Right. Well, he says the whole island's a, a mile across, so I'm like, eh, whatever. Uh, but, but we have these discussions about, like, it's just interesting, like, the little knick-knack things that, that really separate cultures. Like, we probably have 50 different kinds of Oreo here now. Mm. Some, I don't even know why, like... like uh uh, birthday cake's actually pretty good, you know. Who knows beer, beer flavored Oreos? I'm sure we have that. Oh. Uh, anyway, a chance. 
Should we get? Should we find an introduction? Yeah. <laughs> At this point, I don't know if I want to introduce myself. Let's just pretend I'm. Just make you know, up a name for yourself. Make up a name. Yeah. Uh, I actually have. Ricky Briganti's a good one. You can use that one. Uh, <laughs> my my most common alter ego is Buck Lightning. Oh, that's Buck a poor no name now. Um, yeah. it's have, actually have, the have name Ben Ben Lesnar. Who? Wait, what? Ben, ben Lesnar. Isn't that a Johnny, good name? I'm going to be Johnny Harfalent. <laughs> I like that one. Half, half, whole. Half, half, whole. Ricky Melanti. <laughs> oh, hi, I'm Ricky Melanti. <laughs> and today I'll be podcasting from my mama's garage. Not far gone, off. Gone. It's the attic. <laughs> See, one in the attic, one in the garden. No. So, that, that, that sounds like one um, of crazy euphemisms. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think we found a show title. Um, we was actually just uh, Mr. Lightning. Uh, we were just actually discussing, um, <laughs> just about to discuss the recent increases in annual passes. Um, that oh, I have a lot seen, to say uh, about that. <laughs> over in America. Ooh, were you coming at the right point then? Because um, <laughs> we don't have an opinion. We don't have a show discussing it. Yeah, we don't normally have research, so it's good that someone actually has. But oh actually, no, no, I didn't once, research it, but I did. Oh, good. But I do have opinions on it. Okay. Oh, <laughs> okay. Uh, good lad. Well, you know what? As as the as a token American on this episode, I think it's only fair that we open the floor to yourself on this particular subject. Okay. Well, just just real quick. So my, my name is my given name is Adam. People do actually call me Buck Lightning. Uh, and I, I have three podcasts, the Metal Hand of God podcast, which is a not safe for work uh, talk and comedy show, Radio DCP, which is uh, basically my Disney Universal show that's funny, but probably not that accurate. And then, like uh, I, <laughs> and then I have a, a comic book podcast that uh, we won't worry about, but uh, uh as far as uh, my opinions on the, the annual pass stuff, I am I, I was in the Disney College program, and my best memories are from Disney, so I, I'm a huge Disney fan. But currently, the only annual pass I have is to Universal Studios. Ooh, and uh, it's very simple. Universal Studios offers you a flex pay option, and Disney does not. And Disney's is three times as expensive or was i don't i saw the 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 price changes but they were still too expensive for me to like reasonably pay for (laughs) for the amount of time that i actually am able to go to disney per year so you know this is this is disney world we're talking about are we were talking florida area right right um i've had i have been to disneyland uh unfortunately i've yet to be able to go on to any of the you know, Euro Disney or Shanghai or Disney Sea, any of that stuff. Uh, wait, Shanghai's not open yet, is it? Uh, you won't get to Euro Disney either because that, that's oh, right, right. 1995. <laughs> but, um, well, I got a DeLorean somewhere. I think I have a TARDIS. I'm not sure. Well, of course, with uh, your Universal uh, annual pass, I'm sure you get a free DeLorean with it. It doesn't work very well, but yeah, you do get one. Call, calling it Euro Disney, I've got to, you got off light. No, normally, that opens up a whole can of Nick's ire. <laughs> 
Not on people that I like, just on idiots on the internet. That's completely different. If it's someone I'm actually speaking to, like it's it's completely fine because it's a very very simple mistake to make when you're on the on the internet and you're just an idiot. Full stop. That just means that I can open up a can of whoop ass. That's all yeah. it means. Um, well, then you might as well open it up. But uh, to be yeah. fair to me, to be fair to me, I was just trying to remember if there was more than just Paris, and I couldn't offhand, so I just yeah. went with like the European ones. Yeah. Um, and I know there's like, is there three now over in uh, in Asia, or is it just well, no? Because we have Hong Disney, Kong. yeah, Hong Kong, Tokyo, and Shanghai. Yeah, so three. Yeah. So one of them's radioactive, though. So you're not going to want to go there, are you? Mickey <laughs> Mouse is Which one? I'm <laughs> Mickey Mouse is fourteen feet tall. <laughs> I'm from Louisiana. I'm already toxic. I'm good. <laughs> I used to work for um, BP. I apologise for that. <laughs> um, so, yeah, the annual the annual passing. One of the one of the things that I found quite interesting because actually what you said about the, the flexi pay and that's why I checked was because um, I didn't realise with the Disneyland annual pass you actually can pay for it monthly. So it's only well, Disney World you don't have that option. This wouldn't help <clears throat> y'all, but if you live in Florida and I believe Georgia. You do have a flex pay option, but okay. if you live anywhere else, uh, you have to pay outright for the first year. Which I, again, I think it's around five hundred dollars for for the main pass, like the no no uh, no blackout dates. And uh, I think it's a then, bit, I think it's quite a lot more than that now. I, I, yeah, I think it is a thousand dollars, isn't it? Well, yeah, I mean, with a thousand, yeah. Yeah, oh with the with, with flexi uh, payments, they can put it up to whatever they want because it, it's literally going up $10 a month or $20 a month. People find the money quite easily. They can keep on ramping it up indefinitely. Well, it's, it's actually a very American way to operate because basically you have something just deducted from your paycheck, and if you don't see it, you assume it's not there. Yeah. And, uh... Oh. Sorry. It's not like a set payment each month. So sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! And it was country music, so it was, I, oh, I, I, I hope y'all country. feel like y'all are getting a full American experience. Who <laughs> was it? Was it the Zach Brown band? Uh, no, it was. Oh, I can't think of his name, but it's it's a Who? it's a a song called like uh, No my Halo horses. or something like that. It's it's about uh, how how your father's a a ne'er do well, so that's my ringtone for my father. <laughs> like it's all about how he's he's an alcoholic and he didn't show up to church. It's I'm I'm making myself seem and, worse and, than I and, and Adam's dad, if you're listening. Okay. Right. My father only knows how to find pornography on online, so no chance of that, but as as any good person should. So I've just had a quick look um, whilst that chaos has been shown in the background and we're slightly incorrect well, almost correct in that uh, a Florida residence uh, the, the Platinum Pass which is the, the highest tier is uh, $729 plus tax um, non-Florida residence is $829 plus tax that's the top that's the top package um, now just to kind of give you a comparison uh, and it, I mean it's a comparison of sorts depending on how you look at it, but Disneyland Paris, the top pass in Disneyland Paris yeah. is 210 euros now. Yeah. 
I believe it just recently went up. Yeah, that's what we paid for. Yeah. So, what's that in dollars? Oh, about $4.90. Dollars <laughs> about, four, about $400? Yeah, about Something that. around that? Again, I'm Please don't ask me to do math. Yeah, don't, we, we won't. We're not even going to do it ourselves. Um, but that's, and that gives you 365 day access, car parking, um, 15%, 20% off in shops, 10% off your food, uh, discounts on other tickets. I mean, it's, it's, it's very good value. I mean, some people argue it's too good a value, and that's the problem. And I think the, the biggest issue with the the american increase in the passes compared to the, you know us discussing european ones and this is possibly what it comes down to is that there's been a lot of crowd issues with both american parks we don't tend to get that with euro disney um <laughs> disneyland paris um and and so the thing is i think you know, a lot of people are, are thinking, and I, I agree with that, I think, that the increases are really there to try and drive down the amount of passes they sell. Which you think, in one hand, is ludicrous, but another way, it just means that you're probably going to have less issues with crowds. Yeah, they can sell less of them to make the same amount of money. Yes, yeah. poor people. You don't need poor people. Well, they, they, don't, buy well, many, they don't buy as many hot dogs. I, this um... is the other... <laughs> I actually tend to wonder if it's more that, because uh, I, I see this with a lot of companies. Um, like if you do bit by in, bit increase, I feel like a lot of times they're just trying to see how far they can push you, <laughs> how far they can push you before He's just you'll just up a body. <laughs> I, I'm working as a caretaker. I do apologize. No, no worries. <laughs> Works in a local morgue. <laughs> now I just feel like they're they're pushing it to see how far they can push you before people start to say no I'm not willing to pay that. And the yeah. thing is, people will pay it. You can't not pay it. Yeah. You can't not ever go back to Walt Disney World, can you? If you're wow. over here in England, you just have to save up a little bit longer. Yeah. Well, the thing is, I don't think it's actually going to affect us. That's that's the brilliance of this news, really. Well, I'll go up in February gonna... anyway, won't he? Yeah, the only things that are going to affect yeah. us out here probably are the ones that are staying off-site in their villas and having to pay parking every day. Which is now $20 a car. Yeah. Which is making them an astronomical amount of money every... Listening to the WDW Today podcast the other day. Our podcasts are available. Wasn't it, yeah. wasn't it something like a million dollars every week? Something, well, it was something stupid, like, because obviously what they've done to increase parking is got rid of the, the petty speed way the rich petty speed way and there was a buyout clause on that uh, to get them out early which they obviously paid and they estimated that it was going to take them about five weeks I think to pay it off but with only with to pay it off uh, only with the price increase money not with the full parking money yes yes yes, yes. Oh, okay, so Disney, here's a question for yeah. you. After that five weeks have been paid off, are you going to drop it back down at seventeen bucks? Right. No. Now this is someone. This is someone who lives near something called the Dartford Crossing. And anyone that knows that area, it's yeah. a very famous bridge, the Queen Elizabeth II Bridge, and it was built to cross over from yeah. Six to Kent, 
Uh, very good when you want to go to Disneyland Paris and want to go via Ashford on the Eurostar. Um, but when they built that bridge, they estimated it would take about 10 years to recuperate its cost, at which point the bridge would then be made free. It's now 20 years old, clearly paid back more than twice what it cost, possibly three times as much they've made back, and they've actually increased the prices. So I, I think the not, answer not, there is not, not. Yeah, I, <laughs> not even Disney related, but not only have they not decreased but increased the prices, they've actually also made it more difficult to actually pay. Yes, if you haven't have. got some log on, they give you twenty four hours to actually find a log on, which doesn't always work. They don't accept every credit card. <clears> I'm not no. talking from the fact that I got fined for it day or anything. <laughs> Well, actually, to be to be fair, the second after the second time of going over it and having that same issue, I just set up an account. We don't use it very often, but uh, I put ten pound in. I had to fly from Stansted, and now because you registered your number plate, it yeah. just uh, it just takes it off. You don't have to. First have to world problems, people. First world problems. I had to fly from Stansted the other week. So My wee to be too soggy. I went the lo- that is a problem. Yeah, I went the long way around and just claimed mileage. Couldn't be bothered. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, but, but going, but going, going about yeah. annual passes. So, um, yeah, I, you know, obviously it, it is a negative thing, and especially the moment as well. I didn't realise. I know Craig did touch on it a few weeks ago, but I didn't realise just how much of the studios is closed at the moment. The fact that they're talking about increasing prices when there's nothing there. Now, I think one of the good comments. Well, I can't not totally who made it. Not well. I mean, their major attractions are still there. I don't disagree with your point because half the park is closed. But like, the now, would big you, at, thing- at that point, at that point, though, do you turn around and, and say that they're still justified in charging the same admission price as they did a year ago? If you were paying for single park, absolutely not, absolutely not. But based on the fact that I think most people tend to go park hoppers, yeah. I think it's fair because look, what what was Animal Kingdom ten years ago? You know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It still is a swamp. Well, no. <laughs> yeah, a little bit more than that. But um it's about it was about twenty years. But um yeah, I I I, I get your point. If you're buying a, a like a park hopper ticket then it's different, I suppose. But right. but yes, yeah, yeah, the fact that single emissions still are. Um, and I can't remember who said it on that show, but somebody made the comment of um, basically the, the increases on the pass now are kind of paying or what you would expect to pay for the park in a few years' time with things like Avatar and Star Wars. So you're basically paying Most for that privilege now. I don't know, Avatar Land is taking sweet last time as well. I'm sure that's going way over budget. But, um, but yeah, and, I, and I, I, I kind of understand that point completely. Because at the moment, nothing's really opened in the last few years to justify an increase like they have. Yeah, that's true. Now, I think the biggest problem they're going to have with studios uh, for the remainder of the construction period is you're not just talking about closing down half the park. You're also talking about an increase in the lines for what is open. You know, mm. And then once Star Wars does open, whenever it does, then you also have to consider like, uh, parking and all that. They, I kind of wonder if they have all these plans in place to deal with that sort of thing. Well, time time will definitely tell. Uh, I mean, your point about the queuing is, is quite spot on, actually. And although we talked last week, oh, a couple of weeks ago now, Craig, about your four parts in one day that you're doing, 
Yeah, I had a friend that went out. And a friend that went out in August, and uh, there was a, a friend of a friend, sorry, and there was a four-hour queue for Tower of Terror. What? Wow. Now, like, who's ever been there? We've got a four-hour queue for that. Yeah. Fudge, yeah. Now, I mean, the thing is, that is what you're going to get with the with, with times like that, where it's a high peak time and there's no attractions open. That's why it you means need to that transport got... people out of the parks. <laughs> I think <laughs> and, I think and the bottom line well. is the one thing that I hope Disney's learned from Avatar. Actually, I hope they learned a lot from the Avatar. But the main thing is they Probably cannot all. drag ass the way they have uh, with Avatar the, with with Star Wars. It just you can't be talking about 2019, 2020 at at best, you know, because that's a long time for that park to have half of it shut down. I but the thing is, and we've talked about this before. I mean, no one obviously knows all the ins and outs on, on the Avatar thing. But my own personal view is that James Cameron is a notoriously difficult person to work with. Bear in mind that he announced there was going to be sequels to Avatar back in what 2010, and they still haven't actually rolled film yet for these films, like this next trilogy of yeah. Avatar films. If I remember now, right. Disney officially approved like going ahead with Avatar Land about the time that he said for sure, all right, we're about, you know, we're we're starting pre-production. Mm. So I think that was two or three years ago now. Yeah, easy. And then Avatar 2, I think I pushed back to 2017 or something like that. So uh, Yeah, Avatar Legacy, uh, as, as it shall now be known, just because I, I want it to resemble Tron. Um but yeah, I mean, the thing is, I mean, they, as far as I'm concerned, they, they dropped a massive boo-boo on Avatar. They shut their pants at Harry Potter opening up and being spectacular and thought, right, what's the franchise that we can buy? They're, and they backed the wrong horse. Right. Avatar 2, 3, 4 could, could become great films. Who knows? They probably won't, but they could do and make massive money. They should have went to but, something timeless like Grease and Grease 2. Well, yeah, I'm Gre- curious. Greece and Greece what... Two Land. Greece yeah. Land. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I would actually go there. I'm a huge Greece fan, but uh, I'm curious as to what y'all's perspective is from from what I've seen over the last few years. Avatar Land is far and away the most uh, disliked like uh, concept that Disney's put out. Like it's 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 absolutely controversial, and I don't think the majority of people really want it. Yeah. True. Well, um, yeah, we, we've said this. I I like the film, and I think the land could be spectacular. I but, think it will. I think I think it. Would, I mean, if you see the the uh, the blueprints and stuff like that, the designs, the the work in progress, it does look stunning. But everyone uh, over there now has these uh, ECGs, don't they? All bombing around, so. You're not going to be able to go round, are you? You need ECG parking outside this ride, that ride, and the other ride. That's just going to do me, I think. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's true. It's true. Wide, wide load coming through. It's just going to be all highways going through Avatar land. Let's, let's be honest as well, right? If, if they knew when they were trying to think of what they could do to combat Harry Potter that George Lucas was finally going to set up Star Wars just shoot animals would have happened hmm. huh so you've got Animal Kingdom there right instead of letting people yeah. have cameras you can shoot animals see from going to Africa 
Yeah, I, everyone can bag a Lenny the Lion. The views of Craig Lucas are not representative of everyone else. Oh, animals are overrated. Come on. I'm look, I'm staring at my dog at the moment, and if any sod tries to shoot him, I don't wonder he wants to shoot a dog. <laughs> but I, but I don't know, I get some blue. I, I hate to plug holes in your your plan there, but it, Walt Disney World is in the middle of Florida. Like we can just shoot animals anywhere. Like it's it's the south. <laughs> Once again, I guess makes a very good point. That's a good point, that. Yeah, I'll give you that. Yeah. Anyway, although they'd have to set up a special booth for uh, for the, for the Brits who don't have licenses because we can't concealed carry around the park. So, <laughs> wait, are they allowing that now? It's <laughs> a whole nice. new world for me. <laughs> Oh, don't, oh, don't get me started because I will sing that on your podcast. <laughs> sing, sing. Get your guitar and give us a song. <laughs> I don't have a guitar. Uh, oh. I might have a. I might have a ukulele somewhere. I'm not sure. Oh, fantastic. I might have a ukulele somewhere. That's the second favorite line I've heard tonight. <laughs> it reminds me of the day that I was trying to find my kazoo. I still haven't found my kazoo. I'll buy a new kazoo. Don't you worry. I'll get a new kazoo. We can do it. Uh, anyway, it's been a very bizarre show so far, hasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm, I'm, I've got so many choices of podcast episode titles. Yeah, which is, which is I think is always fun. Yeah. Did um, did anyone else want to talk about any? Was any news that had come up recently that people wanted to talk about or had seen that we hadn't mentioned so far? I, I actually, I think it's been quite. Other than the price increases, which obviously we've talked about now I don't know has there been much more news come out the big announcements all happened and, and then it's all petered off again yeah yeah. I mean D23 was kind of like the, the big bomb and then it's been I think a trickle since then I think I'm going to be honest I think Star Wars land's going to be rubbish to be honest again it's going back to what I said earlier about Craig's not opinion not representative of the whole I'm, podcast I'm not being funny right Star Wars no, is a, a walk on it is literally a walker. Right, Since when have you ever had to queue on Star Tours? Craig, you're completely correct. Right? And I'm not going to disagree with you there. So how but does that justify your land? Come off it. Because the biggest <laughs> film franchise like in, in movie history, pretty much. Mm, it will, it James will Bond, be this year. James Bond no, land. That's the longest, uh, longest no, running. No that's the long that's the longest running. And we talked about Dick Tracy's Crime Stoppers a few weeks ago. There's no way to be a James Bond land anywhere. Um, as much as I'd like there to see should. as well. Hookers and booze everywhere. Yeah, Walt oh, Disney World would definitely said, get a step up. As I said, as I said, it's not because I don't want to see one. I just know it isn't going to happen. The thing is, there is so much they can do with Star Wars. What they did, what they had with Star Tours was a deal with George Lucas to do an attraction based around the Star Wars universe. And that's what it was. It was meant to be a non-canon type of attraction. Mm. Based in that world. That's all it was. I, be, being a fairly large Star Wars fan, my hope is, and I'll put my utter faith in the Imagineers that are doing it. Is it's just a new hope. Actually, yeah, new hope is that they actually work it on it properly rather than rush it to get it out there to match everything the various Potters and Kongs and the Universal are doing. I don't want them to rush it. Mm. I want them to take their time and build it and build it before I get out there next. Yeah, but so, so I want them to do it really quickly, but not rush it. 
Right. <laughs> I think the the issue isn't that like it's not either or. It's not either rush it out yeah. or take forever. It's just that it seems like, it, at least in my opinion, and I, this isn't just Walt Disney World. Uh, you know, because I, re- I I I have a comic book podcast. I work in a comic book store, so I see I see different facets of things, and it just seems like Disney's a company. That's been kind of rudderless and at war with itself for a couple of years now, mm. and uh, and you're seeing that a little bit on the Marvel Studios end with the movies, and uh, I just feel like that's maybe a lot of the holdup is you have too many uh, chefs in the kitchen, whereas Universal is just kind of like, all right, do we have a plan? All right, do it, you know. And I'm not I'm not trying to say like Universal is better than Disney or anything like that, but they certainly have a much better and cleaner turnaround time. You know, when you have Disney taking, what was it, three or four years for, well, no, it was probably closer to three for New Fantasyland. And then you got the uh, the Little Mermaid ride was absolutely the most awful thing Disney's done, in my opinion. Wow. And it's just not worth it. Yeah. You know? And they've been planned for years as well. That was always a project that was waiting to be greenlit for years and years and years. I mean, maybe that's why it's so poor. Yeah, because it was based you, on technology that was about 15, not, 20 years out of date. Yeah, you also wonder or not they've they've got so many franchises with the Marvel and the Star Wars and the various other animations they've got going that are they almost stuck for what they can turn into a land, whereas Universal, they have lots of franchises, but also mm-hmm. the lands aren't quite as big. And King Kong Land, you know, it's going to cover some area. Yeah, yeah, but at the same time with Universal, like how many attractions are Universal properties? So mm. even going back in time, Jaws, King Kong, Earthquake, right? All Universal productions. Okay, what else other than that were were Universal franchises? You've got the Mummy that was a Universal franchise and that took over King Kong, so that's fine. Yeah, you've got Harry Potter. Despicable Me, Me, that was Universal. Where where are you drawing the line between what's Universal and what's Warner Brothers? Harry Potter's actually opens with a Warner Brothers logo. Exactly. That's that's, that's what I'm saying. And doesn't Disney own the publishing rights? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So, so, you've got Harry Potter, which is a Warner Brothers franchise. You've got Transformers, which is uh, Paramount. You have... Despicable Me, which is universal, so that's fine. You had Shrek, or you have Shrek. That is a DreamWorks thing. It's not actually universal itself. Yeah. Um, Terminator. Yeah. That's not a universal franchise. Uh, Never been a universal franchise. The Simpsons. What program? What what channel are they usually on? Fox. So again, yeah. nothing to do with Universal. Never been an NBC product. Um, Men in Black. Universal. So you're saying people go to them rather than them have to choose from their catalog. Yeah, that's true. What I'm saying is is that, you know, with Disney, everything in Disney, you know, or, or most, sorry, let's, let's go back, most of what was in Disney, because Star Tours and Indiana Jones are both created when they were separate from Disney, mm-hmm. everything they ever built otherwise was a Disney property. Well, you know, that's or actually... original idea something that i think is interesting is like i've often said like the biggest thing that's missing from walt disney world that disneyland has is the indiana jones ride Mm. and it's considering it's already built they have the plans they could have a pretty quick turnaround time if they finally said let's get rid of the stage show 
and just add something quickly to Hollywood Studios to draw yeah, a little but, more attention. But they built Dinosaur instead, which is almost the same. Oh, it's the same. Yes. But it's not yeah, as good. Isn't it? Yeah, but uh, yeah. Transformers and Spider-Man's exactly the same. Mm. I mean, it's been a yeah. while since I've been on Indiana Jones, but I... It's been, it's been a while. while. You know, so... <laughs> Bit of creed. But yeah, again, so, you know, again, look at all that. So Marvel, Marvel Island, not Universal. Comic Book Island, not yeah, Universal. Universal. Shit. Dr. Zeus, not <laughs> Universal. No, Universal isn't. Universal's great, but... Lee Malibu, you've got a head like an orange. <laughs> you've got a, quite a good podcast. He is quite but, juicy. Your parks, your parks are shit. No, I disagree. I do disagree. I think there's a lot of good stuff that Universal do, but the point I'm making is just Lee Malibu in like two weeks' time. It's just spat molten hot tea all over Tracy Malibu. <laughs> Why are, Wait, are we man? Getting, How dark you is this podcast what? getting? Is this, is this some sort of euphemism? <laughs> nah, only if you want it to be that way. Anyway, only I if think... you're inside Craig's head. I think now would be the perfect time, perfect time, to uh, to go to our alphabet section, yeah. known as alphabet soup. Now, <coughs> oh, the completely jingleless section. Adam, Alf- by the way, the alphabet that's a question soup. I wanted to ask. I wanted to ask Adam. Sorry for singing over your jingle, Craig. Speaking over your jingle, Adam said <laughs> that you work in a comic book store. Yes. You've also told us that you kind of gone under various aliases. Are you really Ming Chen? Oh, I hope you are. Wait, is this the, the comic book man guy? Yeah. I hate that show. Oh, That show is, first of all, that is complete. I mean, I'm sure y'all know. It's a complete stage production. That's not a working comic book store. And no, they make is. comic book fans yeah, he's, look he's, like idiots. Like, that, that is, I mean, to be fair, one, you're right, it's staged. I'll give you it that. It's staged, but yeah. But it it's is. a real shop. Yeah, it's a real shop. Uh, well, it is a real store, but I don't think it's running anymore. I, I, yeah. I, yeah. Or if it is, no, so only a few days the, a week. The new, the new Jersey store operates. There was one right. in LA which did close down, but the new Jersey one does. Yeah, tell them, Steve Dave, get on the Tell Them Steve Dave podcast. That's actually the guy that I hate most. And someone, oh! when, it, when that show first came right, on the air, on, somebody, on. somebody said, uh, hey, you know, there's somebody at the store was like, hey, have you seen Comic Book Man? And I said, nah, I haven't seen it yet. And there's like, there's a guy on there. Who's you? Well, and they were talking about that guy. And I saw the show and I wanted to punch my friend in the face. What about <laughs> Brian Johnson? Brian, John- Brian Johnson. Yeah, yeah, I don't find him funny at all. I think he's a. I don't know what kind of language I can use on here, so I'll just skip it. Douchebag. Yeah, there you douchebag. go. It's always good. He's a uh, funny pack. No, the show basically, and, and not even basically, completely, or, or, bear in mind I've only seen the first season, but from what I could tell, they wholesale ripped off the show uh, Pawn Stars, like down to specific episodes, and I can tell you that is not how any comic book store runs. You don't... You don't just have people walking in with Chucky dolls and give them a thousand dollars. You can't. No one's gonna buy that. Like, like it's no, ridiculous. You are. I mean, the thing is, as someone that, I am Asian that, though, spent so. lots of <laughs> <laughs> for someone that spent a lot of their youth, uh, from their youth up to adults uh, being in comic book stores, I know that that's not how a comic book store runs. I do. I do get that, and it's very much an entertainment thing. And to 
be fair to them, they were approached with that being the concept that it was porn stars for comic books. So everything you said is completely justified, but they're kind of quite open about that's exactly what it is. Um, but yeah, you're allowed to there, hate. There are people problem. who think that Honey Boo Boo though is like is a, is a documentary. You know, so like at least here. So I it just. It just bugs me because uh, I have this whole thing. You really shouldn't hasn't, have got me started on this. But, hasn't Honey uh, Boo Boo's mum, Maddie, got, got in with a kiddie fiddler? Yeah. yeah. A, kiddie, a kiddie fiddler that kiddie fiddled her own kids, yeah. Oh, my um, goodness. Yeah, it's America. That's, that's, that's like part of America for you. Um, but, I mean... Hey! I mean, oh, really... and there we go. <laughs> I said... I said that part of America, that very trailer park. Well, I am from the South. (laughs) Obviously, what he means is a very specific part, that that house. Just to point out, it's that that block of America. Compared to America, compared to England, right? America is is massive. I just want to point out that my friend Mark Flanagan <laughs> sends me uh, links from your country all the time of people having sex with their sisters. So I don't know what's going on there. <laughs> well, that it ain't just the South. It's Norfolk for you. No, no, no. That's, that is Norfolk for you. And that's the point. The thing is, this isn't just related to one yeah, particular part of America. This happens, yeah. this happens here quite a lot too. Norwich and South. never be invited. Darlington. <laughs> Oh, no, you will, but you'll be with welcome open arms. Welcome with open arms. Anyway, the point we were getting to was the alphabet soup section of the show. So, um, and just to let you know, what we do every week is we take a, a letter from the alphabet. We go in chronological order. Of, uh, <laughs> of the, you yeah. mean alphabetical, alphabetical order. order? Stop drinking. No, no, no. no. <laughs> He's not. Really gone to my head. It's really bad. Um, so... <laughs> we started at A, we'll obviously end up at Z, or as you would say, Z, um, and today we're at J. So what it is, is we all take something that starts with the letter J that has a Disney connection and talk about it. So because we've just kind of thrown this into your face, we'll leave you and... Can I go first? Because I've got to... The game. Yes, you can. I've got to go yeah, and the All right. So I'm going to go with... <sighs> the Jungle Cruise... <laughs> Ah, oh, classic. It's rubbish. What? Oh, oh, controversy. Oh, it's doing a game. All it's no, doing today is all the, controversy. No, all the animals Eric have got mould all on them. <laughs> right, they're all faded and mouldy. They don't even maintain them. The elephants are rubbish. It's just, just bulldoze it, yeah? And turn it into a bit more car park and charge $20. <laughs> Controversial opinions do you, there. Do you so, do you tell children that Santa Claus doesn't exist in your <laughs> off hours? Right. Do, seriously, kids listen to this show, you're going to get shot. Santa Claus <laughs> is dead. Everyone knows that. And there's our show title for this week. You got it by train. This is possibly the episode we could have had an infinite amount of show titles. This is our, first, just, we just this is our first million downloads, this. It this better be, I'll tell you. Right, boys, be. on All that right. note, I'm going to leave you to it. <laughs> Go drive I'll, a train. <laughs> I'll Jeez, type up the show it. notes, Paul, and um, Sweet. I'll have it launched for next week. Thanks Excellent. for coming on. All right, fella. See you oh, soon, thank mate. You. Oh, Thanks, fun. Adam. I love you. <laughs> I love you, you too, baby. See you at home. See you later. Cha-cha-cha-cha-cha.
Right. right. Which yeah. also, you know, what I love about Craig leaving a conversation at any time, whether that's on a on a podcast, or on a phone call, yeah. is that noise he makes at the end is the same noise his train makes. <laughs> which is which is convenient. Paul, did you want to go next or? Well, I don't know. Should we should we read some of the uh, the actual interaction we did get? Oh, okay. Do the, you want the to... bulging post bag? <laughs> yeah, the bulging sack. Uh, Joanna Weirman Masters. I, it, I, she sounds hard. I, I, yeah, I, if it is a double-barreled surname of Weirman Masters, or and I don't know, perhaps she is Joanna and she's just a master of Weirman. If you, Paul, if you want to do the, uh, if you want to do the Facebook, I'll do the. All right, I'll do that. One. Uh, yeah, Joanna Weirman Masters, Jambo House, nice restaurant. Yeah, I just had to look it up. I didn't know what it was. Uh-huh. We've, we've had a couple. Uh, Colin McRae uh, was a Jungle Book. Mm-hmm. Either the new Very one good. or Jake and the Neverland Pirates. Yeah. Mm. So we're hoping these aren't stuck and no one's nicking anyone's J's. Alex Treen, Journey into Imagination. By the way, think? nicking someone's J means something very different here in America. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm probably on the same wavelength. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, I know that reference as well. Uh, Bernadette Silver Thompson, Jungle Cruise and Jiminy Cricket. <laughs> and I guess possibly there could be another show title. Oh, I'm so stuck. Uh, and Christopher Ripley finishing up the Facebook with Jar Jar Binks for killing Lucas's involvement with Star Wars and thus yeah. having to sell it for Disney. I'm surprised that wasn't Craig's. <laughs> he would have known who Jar Jar Binks is, Star Wars hater. Yeah. Um, we've had a few on, on Twitter as well. So, right. um, uh, oh, who said this? It's all gone wrong. At Disney Dad UK, at Disney Dad UK, uh, says that the Jungle Cruise movie starring The Rock guarantees to be the best movie of all time. Got to be honest, not feeling that. Not, not. I, I, I'm feeling the film, and I love The Rock, and I think the film will be entertaining. But there's no way it's going to be the best movie of all time. It's not going to be the best movie of that month. Yeah, that I, right I don't now. even think it'll be in the top five Rock movies. Uh, I mean, no. look, I'm, I'm interested in it, but nah, I'm with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Gareth Maybank, uh, old friend of the show, said uh, Jay's got to be for Jessica Rabbit. Oh, he's stolen mine. You took That's mine a... too. Ugh. But wait, can, wait. Let can, me let me interrupt can... really quick. Is it Jessica Rabbit or the long missed Jessica Rabbit? Okay, sorry about that. <laughs> no, no. It's just it just uh, says it... Jessica Rabbit. So whatever oh, you're okay. about to say, you can hold off until uh, for okay. a few Go minutes ahead. more. Go ahead. So, uh, Paul, I'll give you time to rethink about yours. Um, my J was going to be Junior, as in Disney Junior, uh, a channel that until three years ago I never watched a single thing on, and now unfortunately spend a lot of the day at the weekends watching Doc McStuffins, Jake okay. and the Neverland Pirates, all right. Miles from Tomorrow, all that stuff. Well, I, I obviously was going to from that last illusion go with the jessica rabbit um, but i feel i've got to continue then down the vein of uh disney princesses what i would oh. t- what what i would turn into my disney fantasy or disney dream so i am gonna go with one that doesn't really get as much love as she could is jane from tarzan oh you really went left field then i thought i knew exactly no, no, I'm going to go with Jane from Tarzan. Perhaps mm. it's the English thing, it's the dark hair, and it's the fact that she was played by Minnie Driver, who I think is awesome. 
So, uh, fun fact about Mini Driver actually drives a Renault Clio. <laughs> there you go. Fun facts about Mini Driver. I, I thought you were going to say she's got an old thing. She's got a Maxi. <laughs> no. No, we're in a different way of that. Um, Interesting. You know what? Tarzan is still a film. Is what? Film. I've never seen all the way through because uh, oh, I like yeah. Phil Collins. No, it's a joke, actually. Um, I don't mind Phil Collins at all. But um, yeah, it's just one of those films. It never really interested me. I think it was the I think it was the Vine surfing that I didn't like. And yeah. so, For me, uh, it was such a departure. Like after what was it? Was it Alan Minkin that died, or no? Was it like, um, Minkin's still alive. Okay, well, I can't think of the other guy's name. I'm sorry. Yeah, it was one of the guy that, the guy <laughs> but that did I, I felt like Tarzan was where they went. Like, you know, Lion King was was more uh, contemporary music, but it felt like with Tarzan, it was just like, all right, we're just going to throw Phil Collins on it, and we're yeah, done. Yeah, it's, it's like something, something stupid. Like, you've had all these talented musicians and all these traditional Disney songwriters that, you know, through history have gone on and written proper musicals, and then they come up with some pop star. I mean, what's saying that though? What, what, it's, know, it's stupid. I'm, it's like picking someone like Sam Smith to do a fucking Bond film, which, by the way, we've all agreed is absolutely shite. Yeah. But Phil Collins, I've got to be honest, you'll be in my heart. I think he's a cracking song. <laughs> I really do. It um, is. So I'm not against him for that. But it's a very weird time because just after that, there was going to be uh, was it Empress of the Sun or something, which turned into the Emperor's New Groove. I can't remember what the original title was, but that was a film where they had Sting make all the music. Now, I don't know if anyone's seen The Emperor's New Groove here, and if you haven't, watch it, because it's actually a very, very good Disney film. It's certainly one of the better of that late 90s, early 2000s. Mm. Very good film. Um, but it completely changed track about halfway through the making of it, and they, they threw everything out pretty much and started again and that included all of Sting's music that he'd written for it and Trudy Styler, his wife was actually making a documentary about the making of the film and everything is documented where it all went to south um, and uh, and they started again and it's never had a commercial release I think it's called like The Hot House or something the documentary and it's supposed to be very good and you can find it online but I'm not myself yet um but yeah, I recommend that because I think that was an interesting period where I obviously realised that this hiring pop stars malarkey to do music isn't isn't going to sell cinema tickets. Can I uh, present a theory to y'all that I, I have about uh, the this currently kind of hated by most Disney fans movie Frozen? Yeah. Uh, people keep asking like why why is Di- Frozen so popular? And to be fair. I don't. I certainly don't think it's the number one, at least in terms of quality, Disney movie of all time. I don't think it's anywhere mm-hmm. near that. But I've said since the first time I saw that movie, the reason that people responded to it so well initially was because it was the first Disney movie in a long time that felt like those classic Disney movies that you grew up with. Like it, it harkens back to a musical and just something about like those old Disney movies from like the 70s and the 80s. When you say uh, it was like it was unlike any Disney film that had been for quite a long time, do you mean for like the first time in forever? Um. But no, I completely. But I, I, 
I completely agree with that. I mean, that's one of the things that I defend it for, actually, because uh, having seen it 764 times, uh, because my daughter loving it, um, they, you know, I've, I've also, I actually quite like it even after that amount of times. But the thing that makes it stand out more than any Disney film of recent time is the fact that, like you're saying, it's like a traditional musical. Everything about it, the fact it's kind of got um, musical cues, the songs later on in the film at the beginning, um, the way the story flows, everything is like watching a stage production in animated form. The one thing that it's missing and from you, classic Disney films is I, I'm a big fan of the Robin Hood movie, the the Fox Robin Hood. Yep. And uh, I was watching it, I guess, about a year ago. And the Disney movies, Little Little Mermaid, all these used to have that refrain at the end. And that's mm. the one thing that Frozen doesn't have. Other than that, it would be kind of a perfect classic Disney movie. Yes. Right. You've got a J then. I do, but uh, I guess, uh, well, I will go with the one I was actually going to go with because I very much miss the Jessica Rabbit sign over Pleasure Island. Because to me, that was kind of where that's downtown true. Disney started. Now, it's, it's building up again, but it had a steep decline for a while to me as soon as that sign came down because it was like, oh, we're just going to take down that sign. And then all of a sudden, all these places that I used to go to when I was a Disney College Program member... They were just gone, and then you had this period where Pleasure Island was in limbo, and uh, a lot of that started with the Jessica Rabbit sign. But I guess to replace it, I'll go with Jessica Simpson, uh, who used to be on the Disney records. Mm. Yes, <laughs> I like Jessica Simpson physically, not uh, not so much. I, yeah, like, I, I, I might have to go and download <laughs> the Dukes of Hazard again at some point. And while you're downloading Jigsaw Hazard on the internet, of course you can visit our website at www.disasterdark.com or you can email us at podcast at disasterdark.com. Uh, or Twitter at disasterdark, facebook.com forward slash disasterdark, YouTube, the disasterdark podcast, Instagram, Periscope. And Adam, yes, you get a chance to plug anything else you do. All right. Um, you can find the MHOG podcast on Facebook, and that's the easiest way to find all our other information. I'm not just going to like throw things at people. Because uh, yeah, no one's got a pen or paper handy at the end of a podcast anyway. <laughs> well, if everyone's as lazy a, a podcast listener as I am, probably not. Um, uh, Radio DCP is uh, – we, we we're not very regular, and – we're not necessarily very good, but we're a lot of fun. So go check that out. And then uh, because all of my podcasts have to have initials in them, the BSI po- uh, Comics Podcast is where uh, where I talk about comic books and pop culture and mostly moan about how things were better when I was young. Sounds like the sort of thing we talk about. <laughs> Except comics. Just when they were well, better. Well, thank you. Thank now, you're you brilliant. Thank you very uh, y'all much. are actually one of the better Disney podcasts, in my opinion, out there, because there's oh, a lot you. of okay ones, to be honest with you. Yeah, and and right now your opinion is the only one that counts to us. And Adam <laughs> has just won himself uh, a return ticket. Yeah, for another show. Really, I didn't destroy this this episode. <laughs> no, the open the opening line and that finishing line have just done it. <laughs> Yeah, completely simple deal. Well, Brilliant. I, uh, I'll let you send us home then, boss. Yeah. Thank you very much, dear listener. 
Um, thank you very much, dear guests. We will speak to you all in two weeks' time. Growing older is mandatory. Growing up is optional. This After Dark, the podcast that's nearly the same as all the others. <laughs> Toilet time. Obviously, when I say oh, yeah. in two weeks' time, I roughly mean when I get around to uploading it. Ish. something we have not heard for quite a while. Dolan's voice. Gordon's alive! That one. And we're out.